Hello and welcome to another episode of Filmy Manager. Today we'll talk about going beyond one's job description and the importance of attitude as a complement to one's skills in the workplace. And we'll do that by looking at the journey of the great T.E. Lawrence. Uh, some of you would have heard of his uh, seminal book, Seven Pillars of Wisdom. And he was also immortalized by Peter O'Toole in the classic movie, Lawrence of Arabia. uh a david lean masterpiece so uh the reason i i picked this particular character is because many times you know i've written a lot of job descriptions and interviewed like hundreds of candidates uh when when managers and companies look for talent they do look for a core set of skills uh that that's a given and the people that they hire uh are those that maybe match 80 to 90% of the required skills but people who can convince them that attitudinally they can make up for that 20% and go beyond uh the set of skills that are there in the job description so that is a very crucial aspect of approaching one's work and projecting oneself when you're trying to look for work so the story of florence of arabia in the, the movie is uh, so lawrence is you know what would be a modern day analyst uh he's an expert in um, uh, in in the arab world he has read the quran he understands uh the nuances of the arab culture but he's working as an analyst you know he's sitting behind a desk and he's he's virtually a nobody as a sort of misfit in the army uh and this is due set during the world war world war 1 when uh britain is trying to take on turkey and needs the support of the arabs to create a second front against the turks now the arabs are spread across the the middle eastern region the gulf region they are like hundreds of tribes small tribes they're spread across harsh terrains and the british army is finding it hard to use um deftness and 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 tactics and cultural creating a cultural bridge between theirs and the arabs to forge an alliance so they call upon this this young man who uh has the theoretical knowledge of the arab culture and they throw him into the deep end to say that all we needed to go is to find prince faisal uh, who is uh, the scion of one of the biggest arab kingdoms and they want him to observe prince faisal to understand what his motives are whether he's going to work with the british and what is he going to do that's his job description go find prince faisal and figure out what he wants but lawrence is a man who takes that as a challenge he has not had any military uh, training you know he has he's not had uh, he's not uh, uh, what do you say a soldier he's more of a thinker and an analyst and an intellectual but he says that i am going to take this opportunity and i'm going to meet prince faisal i'm going to uh, go across very harsh climate that and and cross some of the most dangerous desert terrains to go and create these links between these disparate uh, and disjointed arab uh, tribes and create a vision of a unified arabia something that they all you know would scoff at but lawrence believes that he can give it to them uh, and he does that by and none of this was part of what he was hired to do right so he starts off by going and finding prince faisal you know he goes through a very difficult uh, desert terrain 
uh and when he talks to faisal he is accompanied by uh, a, a a british officer who was there beforehand but he demonstrates in that conversation that he's able to connect with prince faisal and his uh coterie of advisors uh in a way that this british officer could never uh, could could never have possibly dreamed he has taken off his shoes as a british army officer and he's worn the the sandals and robes i mean i mean uh, symbolically of course but he is talking to them in their language he's talking to them as a as someone who understands them and he slowly wins prince faisal's trust and he sends him across some of the toughest deserts like the sinai and and he goes and connects with these arab tribes and he's able to charm some of them he's able to bribe some of them uh and all in all what he does is he needs to keep helping them with currency with arms with ammunition from the british army so he is also managing the british army to say that look you sent me just to observe prince faisal but what i'm doing is i'm trying to unite these arab tribes to fight against the turks for you and you need to supply me with guns you need to supply me with uh money and gold so he's keeping the the british army interested he's keeping the arabs interested by painting this picture of a unified arabia which he believes in he believes that he can give it to them and suddenly you find this man this obscure analyst academician becoming lawrence of arabia who is this almost mythical larger than life figure who commands the loyalty of these arab tribes and he is able to lead them uh through a few great uh, victories and the most important one is the victory or the conquest of the port of aqaba and which is a turkish stronghold that the Brit- the british are not able to invade because they have these big cannons and guns that are pointing out into the sea and lawrence and they tell him that it's impossible to take it from the sea so he says that we're going to take it from the land and in order to take it from land he has to cross another torturous desert which he says that he can do and he convinces the arab tribes that they can do it as well and he takes aqaba and he's able to uh finally lead the arab rebellion they call it the arab rebellion but it's actually a tribe a unified tribe uh, of a unified army of different arabian tribes to damascus uh and that becomes a huge victory and he gets to damascus even before the the british army can get to damascus and he demonstrates to them that you know he he was sent there as an analyst but he has emerged as a leader bigger than any british uh, general achieving things that what any british general would have dream, dreamed of achieving so it's a it's a classic uh, study on the saying or the maxim that you know attitude determines altitude and how a person takes the or grabs he just he just doesn't take this opportunity he grabs his opportunity with both hands he uses his skill that is what he's hired for his knowledge of the arabian culture and he adds so many different things so many different dimensions to that that makes him a powerful force in the region so much so that the the head of the british army in the region is actually asking him for advice is actually asking him to say please tell me on how what i need to do of course there's an underlying uh, uh the the subtext in the in the whole movie is about how 
uh, politi- the politicians and the British army and uh, even some of the Arab- Arabian leaders used this man and his talent to negotiate better terms for each other. But uh, that, like I mentioned, is a subtext. But the most important lesson in this is how somebody who was a low-ranking officer can take this opportunity, go beyond his job description, and um, and emerge as a true legend, someone uh, who is remembered, whose books are studied even today, are taught today at military academies and business schools on the uh, the art of leadership and the art of going above and beyond and the art of using one's attitude to determine altitude. So check out this movie. It's one of the, the greatest movies, in my opinion, ever made. So have a look and look for some of these signs and let me know what you think. Until next time.